Check this out. Welcome, welcome to the LDA Big Show. Hockey sports, life for the adult athletes. Yeah. Powered by the Beer League Players Association. You better follow me. Follow us. The BLPA on every social media outlet. Follow the crew on Twitter at Nicker Jones. Let's get it. Here we go. Welcome to the greatest sports show in the world. Good week, everybody. And it is, it's actually a great week because it's Philadelphia Dex Week. I'm here with my buddy Jason. Jason, what's going on? What up, Nick? Uh, not much. Just, uh, you know, minus. Minus 20 degrees here in Canada today, so uh, staying inside, trying to stay warm. I had myself a little hot hot cocoa earlier. Uh, so uh, okay. other than that, I know, you, I know you're driving, right? Where are you headed? Uh, I know it's going to shock you, but I'm headed to South Carolina. Hell yeah. I knew I knew you were. And what, like I called Jason like 10 minutes ago, and he said, I'm driving through the mountains. I need about 10 minutes. And I was like, okay. Within those 10 minutes, bombshell dropped on me. Well, I guess not directly at me, but a bombshell that uh, the University of Oklahoma's quarterback, Caleb Williams, has decided he's going to enter the transfer portal and and uh, explore his options uh, to be a quarterback next year at another school. The NIL stuff is just crazy. The name, image, likeness, and the money that, you know, it's just swaying a lot of people. And I get it. If I was an 18 to 21-year-old guy, well, I, even if I'm right now a 39-year-old guy, and someone was like, hey, come come play here and we'll pay you X amount. I would do it. I get it. But it still sucks as like college football, like you choose a university and you go for the pageantry and the experience. And, and now it's just, it's turning into like, I guess, almost like the AHL or the, the NFL's AHL, I guess. You know, it's like their lower, like it's like their training league, which it's always been. People go to college, they play a couple years. And if they're really good, they, they leave and go to the NFL. Uh, but the money thing has really changed the dynamic over there, and it's just—it was a rough ten minutes for me. Here I here I got money. Yeah, yeah. You know, the NIL stuff is so new, but really the the transfer portal is is relatively new as well, right? Like uh, it used to be much different how how guys would transfer schools. I don't know if you heard, but I heard a crazy stat. Um, it said something like sixty-five to seventy percent of the athletes that have entered the transfer portal. Uh, this year are like still in the transfer portal. Um, and to me, as someone who has a ridiculous amount of student debt, um, huh. I know most of these athletes are, are getting scholarships, right? And when yeah. they go to that portal, they're not guaranteed to get to another school. And then if they don't, if they just remain in there, they can try to go back to their original school, but it's not a guarantee. So they're basically kind of putting the scholarship kind of up in limbo while they do it. Um, now, Obviously, Caleb Williams, a, a, a great quarterback, is probably going to find uh, a place to go and have no issues. But um, it sounds like a lot of these athletes are going into this portal not realizing, or maybe just thinking, "Oh, it's, you know, I'll definitely find another school." And then um, they're kind of getting stuck there. And, and it's it's crazy to to me again just to think about uh, how much money you're risking in college education uh, by doing that. So yeah, I mean, and let's, I mean, I guess let's be let's be realist about college football. I know this isn't a college football show, but college football is important to me because it's a big part of my life. Just like hockey is uh, just cause I love it. I watch it. Uh, and, uh, but it, the, a lot of those kids aren't going to college to get a college degree. Let's just throw that right, right out there. Right. It's, yeah. it's just the way that it's just, it's just a stepping stone and I get that, but on uh, those stepping stones on the way, you know, provide a lot of uh, memories, uh, a lot of accolades, but then there's also a lot of college athletes myself included, not a big deal. Like we, we went obviously to get stuff paid for, like I wasn't going to play professional baseball, but you know, it paid for, paid for my college. And so, uh, but you know, these guys like Caleb Williams, obviously like there's been reports of like Georgia, like offering him like $90 million in NIL deal. I, I think that's a little bit overstated, but that's an asinine amount of money for a 20 year old kid. Right. You know, I mean, look, that's yeah. like LeBron when he, he, he didn't go to college, he went straight to, to the, the NBA and he made $180 million on his deal from Nike before he even played one NBA game. Like that's, a, that's, that's generational money. And so I get yeah. why he would do it. I'm, I'm super stoked that he came out and said, listen, I have to explore my options, especially with all the, you know, the changes when I, when I chose to came to, to come to Oklahoma, this is what was here. And now there's been so many changes, obviously with the coaching staff and everything around that. So I owe it to myself to, you know, explore my options. Oklahoma is still an option. 
but, but I, I, you know, for me and, and my family, I need to. And I, so I respect the fact that he didn't just run out like a thief in the night, like, like the old ball coach did. And he's actually saying, Hey, and then he's also, like I said, a, a 19 year old kid, great leader on the field. Right. I'm super, I'm, I'm super stoked for moving forward, especially with the new coaching staff to see what he could do. But I mean, Oklahoma's definitely went over and above saying Oklahoma's not about one person, one coach, one player, anyone in the history were, were about Oklahoma. And so we, we, there's other quarterbacks, but it is crazy. Like, you know, to, to leave and say those lower level guys that don't, that don't find a place to, to, to transfer to, and then they can't transfer to their own school. Like that's, that's a tough look. Right. But, uh, and, and a lot of people, like there's been other players that entered the portal this year from Oklahoma that were good, like high level players, like, uh, Marvin Mims. Uh, I think Theo Weiss did as well. Uh, two really good, uh, wide receivers, but they came back. They said, Oh, we, we checked out there. Now, now we're back. Right. So, uh, it, it, yeah. it's, it's six, one thing happened to another. It's, it'll suck if Caleb leaves, but the, you know, we signed, we had a couple other prospects, um, that, that we, that we, you know, signed on signing day, which are big, but they're also freshmen coming in, but maybe there's another quarterback in the portal that, OU jumps out and get who, who knows, but it, you know, it's tough right. when you, when you, you recruit a guy and you're like, yes, he's going to be great for my school. And then he leaves after the year he had, because he wasn't even the starter. Like he was the backup to Spencer Rattler, who everyone thought was going to be the Heisman favorite. And then he struggled. And then, then, this guy comes in halfway through OU Texas when OU's just getting dominated by Texas and just carries the team on his back. Like there's like a fourth and two where he broke off a 66 yard touchdown run that got OU back in the game. So like, you know, we like beating Texas. That's what us Okies like to do. And so, you know, he, he's already in sooner lore. And now to think that, Oh, now he's not going to build on that lore. It just sucks for us. But I know this in the college football show, but this is a, what's important to Nick and Jason as beer leaguers show. And so that's what's important to me. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. I, 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 it's, it's a new dynamic and I know every team has to, you know, go by the same rules, but it's just like uh, pro in, in NHL teams, like free agents. I mean, where does a free agent want to go? Does he want to go to LA, Florida, or does he want to go to Edmonton or Winnipeg? Uh, you know, so, some places just have a, a, a step up on the thing just because of, of where they're at. And that that's, that's something you can't overcome. Like Oklahoma cannot be, Southern California is just the way. Right. And, right. and I'm not saying Southern California yep. is better. I think I like to visit SoCal. We've talked about this before. I, I would never want to live there. I, I think it's an awesome place and I'd love going there. But you know, if I had to choose between living in Oklahoma and, and Southern California, I would go Oklahoma all day for a multitude of reasons. Uh, but as a, as a, a kid, I guess, 19 year old, 20 year old kid, or yeah. as someone that has a bunch of money, those places are very attractive. I mean, the weather is great. I mean, it's minus 20 here in Calgary and I question why the fuck did I move here? Uh, but, I, but I did. And so, yeah, so that's that. So, it, you know, interesting stuff. People want to know what's going on. Like it, one of the things was you talk about what's going on, you know, in your life, what's important to you. That's important to me. So if you're not a college football fan, sorry. Uh, if you are, who's your team, let us know. We'll root against each other. We'll chirp each other. That's the best part about being a fan is being able to chirp each other, uh, but not taking it so serious. Because I know, you know, I, I've done it before where you get into it with someone, then you, you're like, fuck, I, I'm arguing over a school full of 18 to 22 year olds. And that's what we're arguing about as adult men, which is weird, right? But other than that, yeah. this show is brought to you by hockeywolf.com. Ow, 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 ow. Hockeywolf.com. Very good friends of the show. It's a pro shop in the Pacific Northwest, but they also do online orders. They'll ship everywhere. So if you want to uh, get some team gear, if you need to buy some individual equipment for yourself, they'll help you out. They're great folks. They really support what uh, beer leaguers are doing and most importantly, what the BLPA guys are doing. And uh, you should check them out. Beer leaguers, just like you and me, trying to make the game more affordable. So check them out. Hockeywolf.com. Ow, 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 ow. Ow, 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 ow. And I, hey, let's, t- let's talk about hockeywolf.com because I've said it before. Right. I don't say it all the time, but I, I always sometimes talk about the gloves. Now I'm not a, a CCM guy, uh, but they have a bunch of state gloves. And I heard a, a little rumor, a little birdie that you were the birdie, by the way, told me that you have been buying uh, these state branded gloves. Let's hear Let's hear about that. Why? Which ones are you buying? What's going on? Yeah. So first off, you know, obviously uh, I just want to prove that we, we put our money where our mouth is literally. Uh, so, you know, hockey will support us. So I thought, well, I want to support Hockey Wolf. 
Um, and I, I went and checked out these gloves because you had mentioned it one day on the show, right? Yep. So after the show was over, I was like, I'm going to go check out these face gloves that, you know, Nick talks about every once in a while. And I was like, man, these are dope, especially, uh, like, it depends on the state, right? And I like some better than others. And, you know, if you're from a state, you're probably going to like yours better than, than other states or whatever. Um, but I was like, uh, if you follow me on Twitter, which only a couple of you do, so you definitely should do that at Beer League Jason on Twitter, yep. um, you would see that I replied to the BLPA post and said that I'm going to do somewhere between, between 10 and 12 tournaments this year. Like, that's my goal. I'm going to try to do uh, between 10 and 12. I believe 10 is the record currently for non, uh, non-staff in a year. Is that correct? That, that 100%. That is the record right now. Okay. So I'm going for 12. I want to try to break that record. Okay. Uh, and I thought of a good idea once I saw these gloves. I was like, man, what if I just bought a pair of gloves for each state that I'm going to play in, and I'll use those at that tournament. Um, something you should know about me, like Nick, not to the extreme that he is with his Eagle gloves, but I'm a little bit of a glove whore. Uh, I like gloves. Um, I like to have a lot of gloves, mainly because, to me, they're the ones that smell the worst the fastest. Uh, <laughs> so I like to just have fresh gloves so that they don't, they don't smell terrible. Uh, but yeah, I, what my plan is, I'm going to, I'm going to buy whatever state, uh, tournaments I'm playing in. I'm going to buy the gloves, uh, and I'll wear them for that tournament. Yeah. Okay. I, I like that. Uh, I mean, what if, what if you came to 50 and got all 50 states? That would be something cool. I mean, we don't have a tournament in all 50 states well, eventually. Yeah, eventually. It's like, that's the plan, right? Like I'll do it this year. Maybe I'll do it again next year and, and I'll have some of them at that point. Right. So if I play in one that I've already done before, I'll just take, you know, those state gloves with me again, but um, uh, that, that was kind of my secondary goal to this is, uh, like what if I could play in all 50 States and then I'll have all 50 pairs of gloves, Like that would be cool. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty cool thing. I mean, if they were Eagle gloves, I would definitely be way more on board, but I think I do need to buy the Oklahoma ones just cause you gotta, you gotta rep, you gotta rep your home state for sure. Speaking of repping your right. home state, have you seen the new BLPA versus the world hoodies? I have not. So. Uh, we made like I just wanted to like I, I wanted to uh, create something because people are always like oh who has the most representation in in the BLPA so I I was able to pull that in the group and so I was like okay here's the top ten uh, here's the top ten ten states and then I was like well if people want to know that maybe they they want to represent their state with the BLPA so I made like a little it's a hoodie and it'll be a t-shirt soon but it says BLPA versus the world and the verse has like the state outline around it. And so there's a Tennessee okay. one. There's a Tennessee one on there for sure. Uh, but they're real nice champion right. hoodies, and, and they're great. And right now, I think there's like 15 of them up, 15 states. And eventually, we'll get we'll get to all of them as we as we keep moving forward. But people really like those. And the mystery boxes are on fire right now. Like our goal for the first one was 50, and we're 14 of them away from hitting 50. So I'm super stoked nice. about that. I actually had to go look at a new space today. Uh, okay, a space because we don't have a space right now other than my house. But I we've got so much stuff coming in for these boxes and other things that I, I just don't have any room to store it at my place. And we also don't have a ton of money just to buy a big space. I wish we could buy like a two thousand square foot shop and then you know make it the BLPA bunker or something. But I looked at a space in a in a jersey design. The guy owns a jersey uh, uh, company called Silverback. I don't know if you've seen the Kraken Beers logo with the. I was octopus cracking beers, but he created that, but he has a space up there. Yeah. Yeah, So he created that and he, I was talking to him and he said, I have a room that, that, uh, not used, you know, if you, if you want to rent it from me. And so it it made sense. So, uh, hopefully we'll be moving into have a little BLPA bunker space, but uh, you know, we want to, we want to get to the big space, but we got to start small. We got to start and build it just like beer league, right? You start out and then you just, you just, you just blow up. So, uh, I'm excited, super excited about that. If we can get to, if we can get to 50 or uh, what, sell 14 more this week, is that what it, sell 14 more this week, we'll throw in an extra jersey uh, into the random draw and a pair of these Ironman gloves we'll throw in there. So super stoked about that. Yeah, those are sweet. I saw those on uh, on the, the Twitter. And you, uh, you were number are, one. Super sweet. You were number one in That's the- right. First, first, uh, what if you win? What if you win the the Ironman gloves when you already won some on an auction? That that would be awesome. So, like, yeah, I buy them from you, and then they just get sent right back to you. That would be crazy, huh? Yeah, no, I think if I won them, I would. Uh, I'd have to find someone else to do them. Yeah, just donate them back uh, for the next month. 
That's right. Yeah, exactly. I like that. So, all right, what are we going to, what are we going to chit chat about today? Obviously we've already talked about, we've already talked about this, you know, this NCAA football thing. We've talked about the mystery boxes. Also we're doing a limited run of all the pokey jerseys. Uh, so until the uh, January 9th, you can go on to beerleagueplayers.com. It's where you can find the mystery boxes, but you can also find in the Jersey fundraiser, you can find the Pokemon jerseys that we've done and uh, we're making them available till the ninth and we won't, we won't print any more of those, but I do. I, and those jerseys, those jerseys are probably the thickest in my opinion uh, that, that we've had. And uh, when I wear mine, I always get compliments on them like in, in opens and whatnot. So uh, everyone should go check those out for sure. Yeah, I really like them, and I always said I wasn't going to do another pokey theme, but you know, then there's a couple that I still really like that I'd like to see on jerseys, and so I don't know if we're going. I, I, I don't want. I don't want to be a man of not my word, but I also want people. Uh, people just love them, right? So maybe if we can ever get to like an eight team tournament, then that's where we do the pokey theme. That that sounds like a challenge. I think we need to we need to challenge the the BOPA to, to get us to an 18 tournament so we can, I just don't know where so we, we can, uh, we can get more I mean, pokey jerseys. Like the only problem with 18, it, it requires so much more ice, right? Turn it up. Be a beauty. Subscribe. Rate. This is. And review. Let's get it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's five more ice time. It's, th- it's three more on Saturday, two on Sunday. But, uh, the, the thing about it is, is, is you just have to find the right place. You know, a lot of these pe- places like hosting, uh, the draft experience of a lot of these rings because it's not a, a the traditional ice requirement of a, a full team tournament. I mean, if you did uh, if you did a ten team uh, tournament with two divisions, uh, I mean you're basically looking at uh, let's see, it'd be a four and a six, so it'd be six times three is eighteen divided by two, so you'd be ten. So you'd have you need seventeen hours of ice to do ten teams uh, in that format. And then you start getting a little bit bigger. Like when we were in Columbus with the 34 teams or whatever, we were up near 60 hours of ice. And so it's a lot of requirement, a lot more requirement ice requirements for a, a team tournament. So that's why they like the draft experience. Cause you, you don't have to do all the programming, uh, as a tournament that weekend, but you start doing eight, then, I mean, you're at 12 hour, 12 hours. So, uh, you're basically at 15 hours of ice, right. With the cuts. So, that's that's what makes the eight teamers right. tough, but I, I, they're fun because there's so many more people there. I think, and the drafts a huge yeah, shit show sure. and and all that good stuff. But uh, so we, we do have uh, decks going on this weekend. Uh, Philly decks. I mentioned in the intro. Uh, super stoked about. I wish I was going. Uh, I I Me keep too. I keep going back and forth, but about should I just hop on a plane and go? But then you know the reason I made the decision is because of Omicron and you know our our homie Omi, and he. Yeah, I, I I wish I was going because I saw the jerseys as well, and that is like fuck. So, but we're, we are sold out, so I wouldn't even get to play if I went. Uh, even sold my spot, right. so um, yeah, it's it's yeah, they got uh, so awesome. I, I'm gonna miss Philly because it sold out last year. It was gonna be a sold out 16 tournament in its inaugural year last year. This year they stepped up again, another sold out 16 tournament, and so you know I I, I want to be there. But you know, I also want to make sure that Iceland is covered off as well. And so, uh, have you seen you seen the jerseys right for Philly? If you're digging the show, support us. Patreon.com slash the BLPA. The most greatest. Yeah, they're awesome. I saw them in person. Like usually, you yep. see the art, and you kind of like. Eh, and I was like, okay, I like them, but I. Eh, eh. But then I saw them actually. And they are fucking, they're badass, man. They're so, they're so badass. And so I, I'm yeah. bummed, I'm bummed to be missing it. But Philly, Philly will be great. For those that are going to Philly that just wanted to see the commish, n- none of you probably, but I, I wish I was there with you. And and I, I, I hope you'll come to another one soon. And hopefully I'll be at that one. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm super bummed about Philly. Because not, not necessarily the hockey I do like the people there, but I also like cheesesteaks. And boy, do they got some cheesesteaks in Philly. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of their thing, right? They, yeah, that is their thing. And I've done a tour with uh, – I've done a, I've done a thing – a tour with some locals. And they took me to all these places like Steve's and Prince's. That's Those aren't the – those ones aren't even the best cheesesteaks, to be honest with you. Are you a Philly cheesesteak guy? Have you been to Philly and ate cheesesteaks? So I've never been to Philly and eaten one. And in fact, I do like Philly cheesesteaks, but like I put stuff on Philly cheesesteaks that pisses off 
Philly cheesesteak people. Um, Ooh, what do so, you do? What, like, what do you do? Like, I add pickles and barbecue sauce. Oh, which is yeah, not that's... like it, people. People are like, it's not a Philly cheesesteak anymore. And I'm like, well, but it was, and I just added pickles and barbecue sauce. Um, so it's almost like a barbecue sandwich for me. Uh, so that that like. If I were to go to Philly, like, obviously, I wouldn't be able to, be able to do that. You go into a, a place in Philly, and you're like, can I get a Philly cheesesteak? And you add pickles and barbecue sauce. They'd be like, just, just leave the state uh, and don't come back. Um, so, But I would I would also eat one regular, how it's supposed to be, from Philly, because uh, I'm sure they're dynamite. Would you go whiz wit? What is that? That's, that's uh, yeah, that's cheese whiz is the cheese, cheese and with, yeah. with onions. Yeah, sure. Why not? Single whiz with, whiz without, I, provolone. You know. Yeah, I, I'm not picky. Like, uh, I'll I'll eat it however they tell me to eat it. Like, I I would probably just go into a place and be like, "How would you eat it if you were ordering it? Give it to me that way." Because the people in there are going to know uh, what's best, right? Like that's that's what they do. True. I mean, and there's so many. There's like Steve's Prince of Steaks, Delisandro's. I've had that one. Uh, let's see. There's Jim's. There's uh, What's the other one? I mean, there, there's so many of them, right? But mine is one is a non-traditional one, and I'll tell you why. And speaking of adding things that aren't that aren't, uh, I, I guess you can't say it's not kosher because they they're the ones that promoted this add-on. Uh, I, I was downtown-ish area, and there's a place called Sunny's, and I'd eaten the regular one there before, and it's really it's really good. Uh, it it wouldn't be my favorite one to to be honest with you. Um, if we were just doing regular, but when I saw the, the advertisement for add bacon, yeah. so I added bacon yeah, to it and it was the, it was the best one. It, and I'm sorry, bacon makes everything better. And I, you can't say, Oh, it's for not sure. a Philly cheesesteak. Cause it says Sonny's famous cheesesteaks. And then they have an uh, advertisement for a cheesesteak with bacon. So it is a real, a real thing. And I would, I would, uh, I would probably tell everyone, Try try your regular whiz wit. I like those with the whiz wits, uh, but you add bacon and it's just even more special, even more American to right. be honest with you. And so you should try Sonny's uh, famous ones. That's my favorite cheesesteak place because they have the bacon. Uh, but I mean, Delisandro's and Steve's, uh, they're they're all good as well. I can't remember what the ones are that are like they're they're literally on a corner, like competing corners, like kitty corner from each other. And I went there and I got one. And I was like, oh, I'll get one. But they cut it in half. So I gave one to my friend and we went across the street and had the other place and cut it in half and gave the other, you know, so it was like we weren't uh, just gluttons. But we, we right. did. You, you had one. You just shared it. Yeah, exactly. I, can't, I, I wish someone will chime in. I know there's someone from Philly that listens to the show. What's the ones that are kitty corner from, from each other, like competing corners where you can like just stand right there in the middle um, and, and see it that I, I kind of want to look at it. I know I have pictures of it because then I, I, I got uh, drunk, ate a bunch of cheesesteaks, and then played in that fucking fountain out there in front of Rocky's, uh, Rocky <laughs> Steps. So, I mean, it was it was a night for sure. I mean, that's what you do at draft parties. When was I? When was I there? Not what I do. Oh, that. Oh, let's see. Here's one. That. Oh, that's me. That's me at Sunny's. But that was that was 2000. I can't I can't remember when we were there in in. Uh, was it 2018? That's when I did the cheeseburger celly, by the way. Mm, okay. Yeah, it had to be. I mean, it, it was, no, it was. That was a while ago. Yeah, it sure. was. I did the cheeseburger celly because that was an Atlantic City tournament. So that's uh, the Thursday before. Ooh, what if I, damn, now nah, I wish I could because I could do a cheesesteak celly because I, I got a, I'm going to drop a bombshell right here. You ready for this? Bombshell. Bombshell for the Philly Decks. We're supplying pant shells. Oh. Bombshell. Big news. So I could have done, yeah. I could have done a Philly, a Philly, uh, goal scoring celebration, Philly cheesesteak goal so- scoring Philly. Fuck. Now, do I jump on a plane? I can't jump. I've already sold my spot. I can't take it back. I can't take it back. <laughs> God dang it. That stinks. But we are doing pan shells. We're at selected tournament. Not every tournament now, uh, mainly because one supplier doesn't, uh, doesn't offer them and another supplier does. And so we're just trying to see. We're trying to see if people actually do like that. I know that's something that's missing uh, from from other similar uh, style draft tournaments, but ours are also over $100 cheaper. So is the pant shell really worth $100? No, but we were able to no. do this in, in, and keep it in the same price uh, with, you know, some Willin and Dylan that I do, you know, 
And so uh, we'll see. We'll see with people like him. But yeah, that Apollo Creed jersey with the USA shell, fucking bomb, bud. Yeah, it, it does look really good. They, they, they look great. They look great. And I'm, I'm not like a huge Rocky fan, but like obviously playing in Philly, I think that's the perfect team. Uh, and they do look great. They, yeah, they, they look uh, they look incredible. I, I'm a big fan of them, and I wish I was playing. But uh, so pan shells, I could have done Philly cheesesteak. So, uh, but hey, literally, I need now. It's gonna bother me all day which one of those those cheesesteaks are right right across from each other. So, uh, let me know. Chime in. Let me know, listeners. All right. And hey, and then guess what? A couple weeks, I'll be in Iceland. Jason won't. Jason won't. But I I will be. I will be there. I'm going to do all the Iceland things. I'm probably going to buy myself an Icelandic wool sweater. All right. And I'm going to walk around in it. It's probably going to be itchy as fuck, but I'm going to do it anyway because that's what you do. That's what Iceland people wear, right? Yeah. Yeah, you got to do what the what the when in Rome, when, when in Rome. Oh, I, I still want to do a Roman draft experience. God, that would be that would be, be and, and they do they do have rings. They they very few, very few rings. But they do have some rinks, and I'm on it. And you know if there's one thing about me is when I get ideas in my head, I fucking, I fucking chase them, bud. You, you, you go full thin for sure on them. I do, I do. Hey, speaking of uh, driving and, and Philly, uh, it, it's, uh, there's, a, there's a big gas station chain in, in Philly. I don't know if you've ever been there on your travels. Uh, have you ever been to Wawa? Get ready to go. Let's do it. Bulls in on the BLPA Big Show. I have been to Wawa. Do you like Wawa? Uh, Wawa's okay. Like this is a this is a pretty pretty big debate we're gonna get into. Are we are we talking world's best gas station? Well, I mean, I get I brought it up. I guess we should. I mean, I wasn't. I didn't think it was gonna turn into that. I was just curious because I do remember like I was saying, you know, as a grown man letting. 18 to 22 year old kids and a college football program run your day and argue about it and all that stuff. But people legitimately argue about gas stations all everywhere. They, oh, they for sure. and, and they get pissed off. Yeah. It's almost as bad as like the in and out versus Whataburger versus like people are very yeah. passionate about gas stations. Very passionate. Yeah, they are. And, and just like the in and out Whataburger can play whatever it, it's very regional, right? Like whatever you're from, uh, I think certainly dictates kind of what you think is is the better gas station. Yeah, because in in the Northeast it's definitely Wawa, but then there's also Sheets is making a big one, so everyone's like, oh, uh, Wawa or Sheets is is a big argument, right? And I've taken I've yep. taken a Philly person into a Pittsburgh Sheets, and I've taken a Pittsburgh person into a Philly Wawa, and asked them which one was better. Uh, and so there are arguments, but that, I mean, those aren't the only gas station chains in the world that are good. I mean, what's, a, what's, what's the big ones in, in Nashville in Tennessee? So not in Nashville, but in the South in general, specifically, uh, like South Carolina, and, uh, Georgia, um, and Alabama. And they're coming, they're getting closer to Nashville. It's called Bucky's. Oh, have, you ever, have you ever heard oh, of Bucky's? Bucky's is, that has to be the top of the list, but I mean, they're, they're huge in Texas massive in texas that's that yeah that's that's my my thought like i i listen me and you uh are similar in that uh for work we travel quite a bit right yep i don't travel quite as much as you do uh but i do travel a lot and i've been all over uh i've been in every gas station and i do a lot of driving so i'm in gas stations a lot so i feel like i uh and maybe you as well kind of have this uh, like we don't have a bias, right? Because we haven't just gone to Wawa our whole life or we haven't just gone to Sheep our whole life. Like yep. I've been to all of them. Yep. Um, and Bucky's is nuts. Like it, it's insane. It's, it's, uh, it's like a I Walmart. get excited. It's a, it's a Walmart. Yeah, basically. It, it literally, yeah, like basically. I don't know how, like they say everything's bigger in Texas. I don't know if they're that big in like North Carolina, South Carolina. They are. In Texas. Yeah. They're like it, 80, 80 pumps wide. Yeah. Like I love pulling the RV up there. Come like, well, fuck yeah, I can get in here for sure. And then you go inside and you're just like, holy God, like it is. And and they're always busy, always packed. It literally is like going to a Walmart every time you, you pull up there and they have incredible beef jerky. They make fresh sandwiches. They make fresh drinks. It it is. And, and they have a gift store. Like, like you're going to uh, cracker barrel, you know, it's, it's incredible. And it's asinine and in Oklahoma, like maybe they'll have a buck. I mean, if they're going up I 35, eventually they'll get to Oklahoma. Like we have on cue, 
is is one and QT are our big ones. And they're they're good. Yep. Like they're good. They're not they're definitely not Wawa sheets or Bucky's. Um uh, but I mean they're good, but Bucky's for sure. Um but I mean I guess the the big debate one would have to be Wawa and Sheets between you and me. Have you been to both of those? I have been to both of them. <laughs> and what's your like okay, since we're all, since we're saying that Wa- uh, Bucky's is the top of the chain for sure. Yep. What would you say is second? Um, I, obviously, we're, we know that on Q, you've been to on Q and QT as well. Those aren't going to rank up in the yep. top three for sure. I've been to. There's another chain out in Vegas called Terribles, which there's a bunch of a bunch of those, but they're just they're just regular gas day. They, they're not special, but there's a bunch of Terribles uh, around. Um, uh, what, and then also in the Midwest, you got the Come and Go, which not the best gas station, but certainly the best name. Best name for sure. Uh, there's a couple in Montana. I can't remember what their what the names are, but it's basically like their big their travel center. It's not a truck stop, but they they're big like uh, uh, like is some it of these. Casey's other General Store. Casey's General Store is big. That's big in Oklahoma too. I forgot to they they've made a comeback or okay. a, a big and push. Iowa. Well, they bought they bought all the Circle Case. Casey's General yeah. Store did so. Uh, so that, right. that's a good one too. And they make fresh food and they have really good pizza, by the way, at yeah. Casey's. And, but I think if you're going to, if you, if you put all that, th- those are, those are second tier or maybe third tier, really yep. third tier gas station. First tier yep. is definitely Bucky's. We're, we're in agreement with that. Bucky's is the best gas station chain, right? Yep. For sure. Okay. But now the big argument, well, maybe it's not an argument. We both agree. I don't know. What's better. Wawa or sheets. I prefer. Wawa to sheets. I prefer sheets to Wawa. Oh, I think they got better food. I mean, I think they got better. I think, I think, yeah, when I, when I first went to Wawa, it seemed to be really good and everyone was talking about it. And I went to it in Philly. Like, I, that's where I went to them. Uh, now, Wawa does have a uh, better, like, they have like the tasty cakes. Those are fucking badass, by the way. Uh, yep. They have those, but yep. I think sheets food and sheets uh, drinks. Like shakes are way better than Wawa's for sure. Yeah, uh, I, I I agree that um, I think like the when you so when you rank gas stations like food isn't obviously the only thing right. Like another reason I love Bucky's. I don't know if you've been in their bathrooms. I, I assume you have. You've yep. been in one. Yep. But they're like immaculate, clean, and huge, right? Yeah. And so if you got to do your business, like that's a big that's a big plus for a gas station, right? To me, sheets are generally cleaner and nicer in general, like the actual store bathrooms and all that. Yep. So that does get uh, a plus for me, but I like, I like Wawa's food uh, a little bit more than she's food. And again, I, I think you're right. I think they're both second tier. Like they're, they're like two a and two B. Yeah. Um, and it's and not a knock. That's, being below. that's not a knock Northeast people. It's not a knock. We're not saying like yeah. second tier is low rate. Uh, what's, right. what's, what's low rate seven elevens. Those are yeah, low rate. 7 Eleven. I mean, those yeah. are like, I mean, those are like the, uh, like, I think, remember when maybe you didn't do it, but when I was a little kid, you know, my family didn't have a bunch of money and we couldn't drink, you know, Dr. Pepper, Coca Cola. We had to have Shasta. Yeah. And, we had, we had Big K. Okay. And Dr. Thunder from Walmart. Yeah, Sam's Dr. Choice. Yeah. Uh, but let me tell you, Black Cherry Shasta is bomb. Uh, and, but this is like, 7 Eleven is like the Shasta of of gas yeah, stations for sure. really i mean they they work yeah they're 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 good enough but they're not they're not top tier so you have top tier is one bucky's in a in a just in a land of its own and, and a, maybe maybe someone comes up with a bigger one i don't know i don't know if if, if anyone can beat bucky's it'd be it'd take a hell of a lot to do it like you'd have to have like a live band playing out front uh <laughs> you'd, you'd, you'd probably have to have like a carnival ride yeah carnival ride. maybe maybe you have like a, a ketchup bar or a barbecue sauce bar where they had, I went to a, a slider place that had a ketchup bar and it had like 37 different types of ketchup, but nonetheless, they'd have to have something like that to really make me think, Oh, well they're stepping up the bar on Bucky's. Right. Right. Um, or, or, you know, maybe there's someone that wipes your butt in the bathroom. Maybe that that's a step up for sure. <laughs> Bidets. If they had a bidet, it, it, any gas station that has a bidet to me is going to be at least second tier because bidets are the yeah. truth. My friend. That's why I love Japan. Bidets everywhere, bud. You ever used a bidet? I, I've never used one. Yep. No, I haven't. But I, I have considered getting one several times. Like they, 
they make some pretty cheap ones now that like are still good. They just hook to your toilet. Yeah, you, know, get, you hook no, the line up or whatever, yeah, and they're get, supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, get an expensive one. Get get a nice. One. Listen, here's my first bidet was this. I, I moved to Canada, and I had I I got this job working for this this uh, hockey company, and my first job was go out to Vancouver and and start a league. <laughs> that was basically what they told me. They didn't give me nothing else. Go out to Vancouver, start. And I'm like, okay. So I went out. I got it started, and uh, we had to come back for. We did a draft league, right? Because it was just four teams. That's how we were going to start it. And we go to stay at this Airbnb, and it's me, uh, the three owners, and or four owners, and a friend, right? So we had five people. So we had to have a big Airbnb. The Airbnb, the first Airbnb we went to, it was trash, bud. Like there was like I, I swear there were pubes on my bed. They said no one was living there, but there was someone in the basement for sure. 100%. It, it was and like, we had to fight to get it, to get Airbnb. Like finally we're like, we just won't fuck it. We'll lose the money. We'll just, we'll find another place. Well, we found this place actually closer or I mean, farther away from the rink. And it was closer to, uh, the place where we eventually had the league in Vancouver, but originally it wasn't, but it was a mansion. Like it was, it was, it was listed for sale for like $2.7 million. It was huge. Wow. And, uh, but it was it was a weird place. Um, we got in. There was a bedroom for each of us. And when we walked in, as soon as we walk in, I get a phone call, and the guy's talking to me. the The guy that runs the house, he's like, "Okay, uh, go go up the stairs, and I'll turn turn here." And he goes, "No, turn the other way." And I was like, "Turn the other. What do you see?" He's like, "I'm watching you. I have cameras all over." I'm like, "Oh goddamn!" But cool. but it was really cool because then he was like, uh, "What do you guys want for breakfast?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Ah, oh, whatever you want. I'll bring it. You guys can cook it." And we're like, uh, bacon, eggs, and toast. And so he filled that refrigerator with, you know, like five pounds of bacon, like six racks of eggs. Like it was, it was, that was nice. But then the bathroom downstairs, this badass to bay, uh, yeah, bidet, sorry, badass to bay. And I just like, I wanted to poop. I wanted to poop all day just so I could clean myself on this bidet because it felt so good. Uh, you spray yourself with water. You got the air to dry you off. The seat was heated as it was fucking perfect, bud. And so, <laughs> so I've been a, a fan of uh, bidets for a while. There's actually a sushi place here in Calgary. Your sushi is probably my third or fourth uh, sushi place in Calgary, uh, taste-wise. But they have a bidet, so I choose to go to that one over the taste of the but sushi. You can poop. Yep, yep. Because I, I when but I you, eat, when you I eat, I poop. then take a nice poop. I, it's, yeah, it, I am the same way. Yeah, every time I eat, I have to poop. It's just the way it is. And it could be uh, right after yeah. I eat. It could be five. But anyway, uh, so uh, if you have never uh, enjoyed a bidet, you should. For sure, and you should buy one, Jason. All right, well, you should buy one. Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna get one for sure at some point. So, all right, I guess sh- I mean I guess we talked about hockey in 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 the draft stuff, uh, but maybe we should talk about actual hockey stuff instead of you know bidets, gas stations, and that kind of stuff. Uh, anything? Uh, anything? Right, ho- <laughs> anything cool hockey wise? You you want to talk about? Uh, did you see the Winter Classic? I did. I did see the Winter Classic. Okay, it, it was cold as fuck there. It looked like. Uh, it was like negative nine degrees, which reminds me, did you see, uh, did you see what the blues like wore pregame suit, like to go to the game or whatever? Are you talking about when they got out of the bus and they were all in like swimsuits? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're all in their fucking summer attire. It's you know, negative nine degrees. I like, I saw the guy with the swim, swim trunks and a, a scarf wrapped around him. And I, you know, I love that because I love, I love personality. It, it definitely beats like, yeah. Oh, get pucks in deep, trust the process. 110% blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And so that was killer. But did you? What do you think about their jerseys? Did you like their jerseys? Do you like? Do you like like third like jerseys? jerseys? I generally do. Like I know everyone's pretty critical on jerseys, like all the time. Uh, and let me just say, as a Preds fan, who they have the they don't have the winter class, but they have the outdoor series this year. Their third jersey that they're doing is trash. Like it is trash. Absolute one hundred percent trash. I mean, you you can't even like. There's not even a subsection of fans in Nashville that are like, no, no, it's really good. See, because the X Y everyone's just like, this is the worst jersey we've ever seen. Um, but I thought the jerseys for the Winter Classic were, were both pretty good, actually. I thought they were, uh, you know, okay. But it, it, I think it is different. I think you're a little more critical when you are a fan, right? Because yeah. like, you want that jersey because you're going to wear it, right, to games or whatever. Um, so you're more critical, whereas I look at it, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a cool blues jersey. It's a cool uh, cool uh, wild jersey. Yeah. Um, I like them. What did you think? I like them, too. I, I, I love the use of cream in jerseys. 
Yeah. I just think it's different. Yeah. It looks and it good. looks really good. I, I, I like cream and I like gray. And I wish more people, maybe I'm going to do some cream gray jerseys uh, for a team one day. <clears throat> but I, I do. But it's, it's funny you say that about uh, jerseys because I remember when I first became a Calgary Flames fan, it was 2006 or so, uh, something like 2007 maybe. But they hadn't wore the 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 horsehead jerseys for for a while because pe- and people thought they were stupid and I used to remember like even Flames fans thought they were stupid like they don't like it's just a retarded you know flame throwing horse like what is what is this like I don't understand it and that and people just didn't like them right they just didn't think it it fit anything and then they went away and then uh, for their what the retro reverse jerseys they were bringing back and everyone just yep. flipped out about them thought they were the greatest thing ever. And I was just like, that's yeah. such a, such a weird flip. Uh, but me personally, I love, right. I love Blasty. That's his name, by the way. I love Blasty, okay. the horse. I made sure that I got one of those jerseys. Uh, but I can see like, there's still people that said that they're stupid. No one should bring them, bring them back. But I do like like their retro red jerseys that the flames wear are, are fire, bud. Yeah. The, the, and the Preds were in the winter classic last year and they got a lot of flack for their jersey because it was, it was just like scripted writing or whatever. Yeah. But I thought they were good. Um, they were, they were like clean and, uh, you know, there, there was some history to it. The first team, uh, hockey team to ever play in Nashville, which was, I don't even know what league they were in. Um, but they, you know, were in a lower league, uh, that obviously wore, uh, you know, not as fancy jerseys. Uh, but I thought they were super clean and, uh, it's one of my favorite jerseys that I have now. Um, so like I said, I'm, I'm usually not as critical as, as most people are on those jerseys because generally when a jersey gets released, like all Twitter is, is people just bashing on how terrible it is. Yeah. Um, but especially with the reverse retros, I thought there was a lot of really good uh, reverse retro jerseys. Yeah, there was a ton. Like that Ducks one was pretty cool for sure. And I think but, a lot yeah. of it, like everyone thinks they can do better, but no one does do better. But I think it would be cool for the NHL I mean, let's be, let's call a spade a spade. And these jerseys are a revenue source for the teams. Like they want to make more money. So they put out a different version of a jersey and that's how they make more money. Like that's not, it's not like, oh, let's do something cool for the fans. That's not, this is, that's just not the case. Uh, but I think it would right. be cool. I think it'd be cool if they took fan submissions for each team and like every year they played a game and like a fan submitted jersey. And then sold those. I think that'd yeah, be pretty that, cool. I think that'd be cool. You know, they're talking yeah. about it. And that's a good way to get your fans involved too. I mean, this is why uh, the NHL should hire you and me because we have ideas exactly. like this. And I just think that they don't, uh, they don't think about stuff like this. They, you know, obviously it's a business. I, I get it, but I think, I think that we could do some good for the NHL to be honest with you. I agree. And they're probably listening. So, you know, yeah. our, our DMs are open, hit us up. Uh, we can talk numbers. We can figure something out. Well, I saw you. I saw you uh, tweet something uh, to Barstool about if you ever need any beer league stuff, right? And they do have spit and chicklets. Yeah. And spit and chicklets is a good pot. Like, yeah. Don't don't get me wrong. I I, I hate on spit and chicklets only because they're so successful, and I want to be that successful. That's that's just the the point of it. But it's a good podcast. But to think that Barstool cares about hockey is a is not is just not the case, right? It's right. just, they just, it's, yeah, but, it's, but it's, it's just like the United States, the United States doesn't care about hockey. There are people that care about hockey. Nope. Uh, it, it's, it's a niche yep. sport still. Uh, okay. Is it the top three? Maybe. No, no, it's not. It's not even the top three. Cause you got, no. uh, you got MLB. Maybe top four. It, well, I don't know. Cause you got NBA, you have NFL. Soccer. Uh, yeah. Soccer's making the comeback. So is soccer ahead of yep. uh, hockey? Maybe, probably, probably it, it is. So top five yeah, is what we're be. really because because in, in college football is it so it could be top six. Oh, college football is definitely more popular than one hundred percent than hockey. One hundred percent, and you could probably argue college basketball is more popular than than hockey for at least a month and a half. Top seven, um, you know, sure. yeah. Well, there are people. I'm just not a basketball fan, but there are people that are like diehard college basketball fans, and they follow it like I follow college football. So oh, yeah, for sure, I, I would absolutely. Say, um, but one thing I forgot to touch on that I want to touch on before we end the show is that we were talking about the winter classic and how cold it was. Have you ever played hockey when it's that cold outside? I haven't. Like I've never, I've actually never played hockey outdoors. Like I've never been to an outdoor rink. 
I, I was supposed to go to Philly last year. Of course, we know, uh, you know, Rona ruined that. Um, and, you know, I probably, I probably would be at Philly this year had I not already been planning on going to Iceland, which obviously uh, got messed up. So I, I've never played in an outdoor rink, and that's definitely, like, bucket list. And when I say bucket list, most people say bucket list, like, oh, i got to do it before I die. Like, I need to do it in the next, like, year. Well, come, uh, I gotta, come to Lake I Louise, bud. Somewhere. Come to Lake Louise. Yeah, I'm think I'm thinking about it. Uh, I gotta, you know, I got work and and uh, you know, my wife doesn't always allow me to do the the things that I think are a good idea. So I have thought about that, and uh, I've I've vaguely mentioned it to her. Um, so I might I might plant a few more seeds for you know in the next couple of days. We should do a show, even though you don't know, even though you don't know much, you can learn something called like ODR necessities. Where we talk, because I do, I've played on okay. the ODR. I, I, I don't do it as much as I, yeah. as I should, because listen, I think a lot of people romanticize the ODR, which is, it's really awesome, but it's just like, it's just like swimming when you're a kid. All, every kid loves to swim. They want to get in the pool yeah. all the time. It could be, it could be 55 degrees, 60 degrees, and you want to swim. And I'm sure just like, just like myself, when you were a little kid, you, you talk to your parents and letting you go, oh, it's not too cold. And you'd get in the pool and your 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 lips would be blue and you'd be shivering. But hell, I'm in the fucking pool, so I'm having a good time. It's, I think that's yep. I think that's what ODR is too. Like, I, I want to do an ODR tournament. They just had a, a big one for kids in Calgary. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually in discussions about doing this for adults. But I think when it gets to a point, like it was minus 25 for these kids outside. Like, that's not fun. It's just not. Yeah, it's that, just, that it's sounds just, pretty horrible. It's just... It, if you can get like our, my first ever Lake Louise tournament that I hosted, it was, it was zero degree, 31 degrees. And it was perfect. Perfect weather for ODR. Perfect. The next yeah. year I can remember the Sunday morning, uh, for championship Sunday minus 45. When, when, when we cool. went to take the eye, you couldn't blow the whistles. The whistles wouldn't blow the, And w- so like the players were like, well, what do you want to do? Like, is this safe? And they're like, let's just fucking get it over with. And it's just cold. Like it is just absolutely insanely cold, and that's that's the one thing about Lake Louise, especially the weekend we're doing it. It could be perfect, zero degrees, thirty one, thirty two degrees, or it could be minus forty. That's just the way way it is. And so I think that's what a lot of people don't realize that when they oh ODR is awesome, I'm gonna get out there. I'd get out there every chance I get if I'm in Canada. Well, when it's minus twenty five degrees outside, you don't want to be outside doing anything, nothing. And so that 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 does sound. Sound terrible. So there are some necessities that you need uh, for an ODR. Maybe I'll put those all together and I'll do a show on that. And we'll we'll do that next week. We'll discuss the ODR necessities, what you need to have a good ODR uh, skate or maybe an ODR tournament. Uh, I, I'm trying to get an ODR our, our tournament going, but the problem is with ODR for me is it, it kind of cuts out the goalie. Uh, like we, we found them in the in the draft venues where we it's outdoors but it's covered, so we can it has boards. A lot of ODR tournaments don't right. have any boards. So it's just they, they pile up the snow, which is awesome because you can put your beer in that snow and it, it's cold. Uh, it stays cold all day. You don't need no cooler required. And But you don't get a goalie. And I think as much as we we uh, we bash on goalies here, Jason, and we do love goalies, uh, let's not get the wrong idea. Uh, I think goalies are a part of the game. And if you don't have a goalie, then it's not real hockey. Does that make sense? Yeah, I would agree. So Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but, but for me that can't lift the puck very much, except, except for that one time when I came down on old Frank in Nashville, made that bar ring, uh, haunted, haunted his life forever since then. Uh, it's I good. It's still you, ringing actually. Yeah, you drive still, by, you can still hear it's it. It's still vibrating. Uh, it's in his ears for sure. Like he can for sure hear it. I, I wonder if Frank's going to do a mystery box or a VIP box. You it's know, not a mystery. Uh, I, I, I hear, you know, uh, one of our most loyal people, Michael Cosentino, hasn't done one. Yeah, uh, shout out Michael so that, that gives me, yeah, that gives me little faith that uh, you know Frank, who is nowhere near as loyal, yeah, uh, as the cause is, is going to do one. Do you think Cause's wife? I mean, oh, you know a, what? Maybe I'll text her. And what about I, Frank's I've got, wife? I've got her number from a from a group text. I got both of their numbers actually. Yeah. Hey, so you maybe know what? I'll just shoot them text. And, and, and suggest it. Play it like this. Hey, you guys should definitely get these boxes for the boys, you know? Yeah. yeah they yeah, want to, they want to, but they don't want to, they don't want to commit to it. And it, it definitely, it helps out the right. show. It helps out, you know, for the brand, all that good stuff. Uh, I, you know, and they're our friends. I know, I know they'll come through. I know they'll come through. Yeah. Frank. 
I hope so. If hey, you know what? If Frank, if Frank becomes a mystery box guy or a VIP, I keep calling him mystery box, VIP box. If he becomes a VIP box guy, I'll never talk about that time that I, that I, rung one off the post, uh, bar down on him. Okay. I will. I, okay. As long as he's a monthly a monthly guy. So, I like it. I like it. So that's and and hey, if he doesn't become one, I'm going to talk about it every episode, and it's going to keep getting bigger. I don't know how much bigger it can get, but it's going to keep getting bigger. So yeah, uh, I, I I think that's that's good. Challenge yeah. challenge spin out. Yeah, Frank. yeah. There you go. Balls Frank, in your court or or Frank's wife, whichever you know. Um, yeah, either one. Yeah, um, also, to end the show, I want to talk about our NFTs because I just got the art back today, and we're we're waiting on a bunch of uh, jerseys uh, for our for our puck puppies. Uh, but they look fucking badass, bud. Yep, they look badass. Yeah, I, I did see like a little sneak peek. I haven't seen like you know all the way done, uh, but I'm pretty excited for one. I know I'm going to buy one. It's going to be my first NFT, uh, something that I've wanted to get into. Uh, but don't know a whole lot about. So I still got to do some well, research. Well, that, that's the thing. Like we're uh, we're gonna we're gonna learn out what the whole thing is about. We're gonna learn. I mean, yeah. we're gonna be on like the Polygon blockchain, so the gas fees are gonna be a little less than like because like uh, for Ethereum, you obviously have to pay a mint price, which is what you buy the NFT for. So let's say it's twenty five, but we're gonna sell them for twenty five bucks, okay? But then you have okay. to pay for gas fees to actually uh, to to get them done on the blockchain, right? Um, so basically in theory for us is we have a hundred thousand different NFTs that get, that can be created. I think it's, it's 88,000 okay. with, with, with the attribute, right? Cause there's different helmets, there's different hair, there's different fur color. There's different, uh, uh, I guess, uh, items like hockey sticks. Um, and there was one other thing. Oh, different jerseys. And you'll be like, it's, it's country jerseys from the Olympics right now. So they're going to be badass. but nonetheless, Okay. Uh, so when you buy it, at least you buy the twenty five bucks, the mint price, it randomly will generate a puck puppy with a random attribute, you know, from from the list, right? And so you'll get a completely yep. unique thing, and we have to assign like the rarity of of the thing, and then it also get a name, and so the name's broken into four okay. four different things. There's like a, a title. There's a first name, last name, and then like a suffix. So you could get like uh, Emperor Bender Gretzky the second. That could be your that could be your puck puck okay. name. And there's and, and they're all unique. Like there's not none of them will be the same. So, but for us, like what what we're trying to do it for, obviously the community because we think it's cool. We think it's fun. It's just something different. Trying to get us old ass beer leaguers into the technology world, but also right. uh, we we can use it to to kind of fund our our charity stuff so right now what we have is uh obviously we have our we do our military stuff like with our decks uh and then we do then we do just stuff that we want to do and then we also animals like we also uh, donate to some some animal rescue stuff so what we're going to do is we're going to say okay here's the deal for these nfts uh 10 goes here 10 goes here and 10 goes to uh, a new a nonprofit that we're creating called BLPA strong. And that way we can do all the stuff that you've seen us do in the group, like with the, the guy that needed help with cancer treatments for the, you know, the kids that or the beer leaguers that, you know, just had a rough year and needed some help Christmas time for the kids. We can do that stuff uh, through that stuff. So this is just a way to fund it and do it in a little different way than just, Hey, give us money and then we'll go do stuff. Now we can say, Oh, look, we're going to do the NFTs buy this. Uh, be a part of this kind of cool new crazy thing that not everyone's sure about, but is big everywhere. And, and, you know, and in turn, you're also helping, you know, charitable organizations. Yeah, I dig it. I think that's uh that's a really cool way to do it. And uh, not a crazy price, right. Everybody can get involved and uh, you get something cool and it, it helps out, uh, you know, your fellow beer leaguers in the process. So, and, I, and I think what's, um, I think people awesome. like you, people like you are the best customer, Jason, because you like, you're like me where like you have something, but you, you like to collect things. And, oh yeah, and, and, and that's, what's funny about NFTs because there's so many different ones. You'll be like, Oh, I got this one. Ooh, I really want to try to get this, you know, this kind of attribute or something like that. And so people end up buying right. like five, six, seven, 10, 20, whatever. Right. 
Uh, and then for me, like the cool part is that then you can see them like trade or uh, not trade, but purchase, right? Like you, you, you see people purchasing them cause they, they want this one and they want this one. And I think that's kind of a cool, like, it's just a fun, like little club. And obviously I know money is, is the driver to raise money for stuff, but I, I just think it's cool. It's cool, fun. It kind of builds community. And, you know, hopefully I don't think we're going to sell a hundred thousand of them. Maybe we will. That would be pretty cool. If, if we sold a hundred thousand of them and we raised $2.5 million, is that what isn't that 25 times a hundred thousand? I think that so. That sounds right. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, what would I do with $2.5 million? I don't know. I'd have some new Eagle gloves for sure. Um, so (laughs) that's for sure. I mean, but I mean, a lot of that would go to charity. So I guess maybe, uh, yeah, maybe just one, but other than that, I mean, it's just something fun, something different. And like I said, I want to learn, I like learning about stuff and I think NFTs have a, are a utility that are going to be, be used, uh, for really cool stuff in the future. So let's, 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 uh, let's be a part of something at the front end here. That's what we're trying to do. Uh, cause I think the NFTs are going to be, that's going to be how your, your concert and, NHL tickets are going to be in the future uh, just because of the, the commission royalties on it, where if a scalper buys them all the, the, the arenas or the, the team or the artist are going to be able to recoup some money through that. So I think that's, you're going to see stuff like that uh, go into play. And I think a lot, a lot sooner than what people think, like everyone thinks, well, NFTs are stupid. They don't hold any tangible value. Uh, but I think that you're going to see that they will actually ho- hold value as we move forward. And this is just kind of the, the ground floor of NFTs, people figuring out what they can be used for and whatnot. So I think that, I think it's really, I think it's really cool. Yeah. And I mean, that's what people said about cryptocurrency, right? Like, Oh, it doesn't hold real value. Exactly. It'll never last. And it's going away. And as I'm not saying you buy a, a puck puppy and you'll become rich, but like, if you think about like how many times have you punched yourself in the face? Cause you didn't put, you know, 500 bucks in Bitcoin back in 2011 or a thousand bucks. I mean, it's just crazy. And so, and and obviously like I'm coming to it as a guy who bought, who, who bought or who's trying to sell the NFTs. I'm not trying to, to get rich or whatever. I've bought some NFTs just from other projects because I like what they're doing. Like, I just think they're, they're cool. And so, uh, you know, for, for me, it's just something cool being a part of, of kind of what's going on in technology in the future. Hopefully, you know, there'll be something where if you keep getting involved in technology, you'll be the first one to get to live, uh, live forever. That would be cool. Right. So I just keep plugging away yeah, at technology. Be, Cause the one thing, yeah. I, the one thing I don't want to miss, I, I want to go to space. Like I want to live, I want to, or not even live. Like I want to go, I want to go visit the moon. And I think that it's it, probably not in my lifetime, maybe in Cooper's lifetime, it, that's going to be possible. And I just, that's why I like, maybe techno- you can take your ashes to the moon, spread them. Yeah. Because I think that that's what, that's why I like technology because I like seeing, you know, where everything's going. Like I want a flying car. I want to be the Jetsons. So, you know, they do have personal drones. Yeah. Uh, we're taking collection for that. If we sell a hundred thousand NFTs, I'm going to buy a personal uh, drone, we'll a drone and we're going to fly each other around to places. Like, like we're going to the draft party in, in wherever we're at. We just, we'll get in the drone and then we're back. Yeah. You know, it's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. That way we that way we can go hard at the party and then just drone back to the hotel. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you still have to drive it, but maybe maybe we can also uh, get it remote controlled. Someone can remote control us back to the party. Mm, that would be fun. Those things will run on GPS. Like <laughs> who knows? Put in a fucking GPS and hey, take you there. Hey, my Mavic drone runs on GPS, and you put it inside of a fucking ice rink where I was trying to film, and that motherfucker just takes off to wherever it wants to go and crashes into you know, the ceiling. <laughs> so I that's I don't want to do that. You know. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. I'm with so, you now. Yeah, so other than that. All right, anything else to add? Any, anything else? Man, I don't think so. Oh. I don't think so. Yeah, me neither. But uh, you can follow us over at uh, the BLPA, all social media channels, even Pinterest. You can follow him at Beer League Jason. You can follow me at Nicker Jones on Twitter, the Nicker Jones on Instagram. and And you can check out our show anywhere anywhere that you can uh, listen to podcast. We're there. Come listen to us. We had a great month last week or last month. We grew 30% in our downloads over the month before. So just keep, we just keep, keep getting bigger. Keep plugging. It's only getting better from here. So oh, it, it so is. We're, we're going to keep getting better every week. Uh, Cause I'm actually, I'm going to start bringing in beer leaguers to talk about. I have, I have a bunch of them lined up to talk about. 
I've got some recordings that I'm going through where I've asked people questions about things. And I think that's going to be a fun little game. And we're just, and we're going to try to do things like live shows. Like we were talking about what, what, what yeah. place. And I don't, do you think people will come listen to us live? I don't know. I think, I think we'd have to have a, like a show actually put together, which I think whatever we can do that. I, and I think, you know, yeah. we do it with all our friends and just have them out there chirping us and we can bring them up and uh, tell us about, you know, some of their stories and maybe we can get some, you know, popular uh, hockey people in the, in the community to talk about it. And I've tried it before and it was a success. I did one in Seattle a long time ago called uh, BLT live. And we actually had the league league gave away like some free entries into the league and we gave away shirts and stuff. So, you know, that, that stuff would be pretty cool uh, to, to do, especially like at our team tournaments and that kind of stuff. So uh, lots of stuff uh, on the docket for 2022. And other than that, I'm glad you guys are here with us. I hope you like what we're doing. Hope you're proud of us. That's what we're trying to do. Make you proud. Uh, Frank, become a VIP box guy. Cosentino, you too. Don't make us call your wives because we will. Other than that, Jason, anything we'll else? Any- we'll fucking do it. We'll fucking do it. Anything else? Good, man. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Be good or be good at it.